You are listening to Up To Me Radio, the best in inspirational talk radio. It's up to me. It's up to me to be the very best I can be. I go behind the scenes with industry professionals and talent and Christian entertainment and successful small businesses. But today, I invite you to join me as we take a special sleigh ride to the magical world of Santa Claus's post office with my special guest and postmaster of Santa's Letters, author and CEO, Neil Beller, Jr., I should make a postscript right now by saying, if you were listening with small Santa-believing children, you may want to give them a plate of cookies with milk or give them a few chores at this time. I'm your host, Gabby G., because I was born with a gift of gab, a trait that each of my friends and family can all attest to. So please join me in my virtual Gabby G. Cafe and be inspired along with me as I introduce to you each morning another fabulous guest to inspire and educate you. Each week, I will welcome our guest and invite you to join me in conversations on diverse topics that relate to our journeys in awakening and living in our life purpose. I am blessed and humbled to be a part of this Christ-led team, and I do not take this opportunity to serve as your host for granted. Here at Up To Me Magazine, we love to encourage and empower each other to be the best that we can be. So this program is truly meant to be a platform of voices to be heard and expressed in a safe and non-judgmental environment. As a reminder, Up To Me Radio can be found on iHeartRadio, Alexa, Google Play Music, as well as Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and Spotify. Join our nearly 2 million listeners in uploading any one of these apps on your mobile or Android devices or any one of your favorite podcast apps. On social media, Up To Me Radio can also be found on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and Instagram. Whether you're a new listener this season or a loyal present listener to this program, you now have the ability to be a subscriber to the Up To Me Magazine show. Simply go to our website at www.up2meradio.com and click on the show image to check out our latest events, hot topics, tips, promotional giveaways, and more. Well, I have been so excited for the show for really a couple of years now. 
And I know it's going to bless so many of you as we begin to make preparations for the upcoming holidays. My guest this week has actually been a recent returning guest to this show to tell his personal story and to talk with us about his successful production company, Kit and Caboodle Productions, and his book, Missing Pine Park, and even his homegrown passion for making all things pepper jelly. But I have been reserving for the Christmas season this particular show to showcase what I really consider to be a very sweet and impactful ministry he has lovingly developed and evolved since 1983, writing letters to children as Santa Claus. He is very busy at the S. Claus Post Office Annex in Eldersburg, Maryland, but he was kind enough to take the time from his busy letter-writing schedule to talk with us here today. Please help give me a very warm virtual welcome to Neil Beller, Jr., a.k.a. S. Claus. Good morning, Neil. Well, ho, ho, hello. Ho, ho to you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming back. Um Geez, I hope we're not um, blowing your cover here. <laughs> no, you know, it's very interesting because I've been doing this anonymously for years and years. Some close friends know that I do this, but there's been thousands of people who have received letters from me who have no idea who I am. Wow. And, and I love it that way. That's, you know, it's always one of the uh, the magic mysteries of Christmas is is uh people who give themselves away mm. i've always i've always enjoyed doing this um it i look forward to it every single year i get so excited about it and i literally turn my little world for this month into the north pole so do you have a setup in your house or because if you've been doing this since 1983 i can't imagine do you save all these letters or how do you catalog them I save everything, and I'm, I'm very anal, but I'm very organized. I have uh, computer databases that have um, a copy of every letter I've ever sent, you know, in like a Word doc form. Um, but I also, uh, I make a photocopy or scan every letter I ever receive. And so I have all those in, um, in giant loose leafs that are uh, – segmented by year and location and and things like that and um one of the reasons that I I do this in my setup is I return all the original letters back to the parents our grandparents so they can keep them for you know their their own um customs down the road they get to see the letters that their children write I mean think about this when you, when you used to send a letter to the north pole it never came back it was just of course you know, not. When, no. we were kids, when, we were, when we were kids, we wrote a letter to Santa, and, and hopefully he'd get it. And if the stuff we asked for was there on Christmas Day, we, we think that he did. Um, but it, it's just a wonderful um, a gift to get that letter back uh, for a variety of reasons. You get to see your children's penmanship. You get to see what they think. It brings back memories. You're like, oh, my gosh, I totally forgot, you know, that – that you asked for this, you know, way back in 1985 or, you know, whenever it was. Um, and then my, the way I have this set up is there's a form that parents fill out that is just special information that Santa knows uh, or for Santa to know. And um, so when I return the letter, I do it a year later, right around the Thanksgiving holiday. And, in, and when you get the letter back, you'll get a form for that year. 
and so it becomes cyclical. And one of the neat things about it is as children grow, sometimes they, you know, they stop believing and they kind of fall off. But there are some families that children are in their 30s and parents are like, all right, this is a family tradition. You still have to write my kids. And so, uh, so I'm, I'm writing adults. It's not just, it's not just kids who believe in Santa, it's adults too. That's awesome. That must be so much fun. So you're really transcending now generations. It, that's, this is very, you, you nailed it. And I literally, about a week ago, I received a, uh, an email. A woman found me on um, a Facebook page that I set up just to display some of these. And uh, she found me and in her email uh, asked me, was I the Santa who wrote letters to her children about 15 yeah. years ago? Because her daughter now has, has children and she wants them to do the same tradition. And, of course, I immediately looked her up in my database. And when I mm. replied, I was like, yes, I remember your kids and I put their names and I, a gift that I brought them and all she was completely blown away. So now I've received the information from her grandchildren. So um, I'm, I'm writing, I'm still writing to that family. They disappeared for about, like I say, 15 years, but uh, they found me, came back, which is remarkable because this is all it word is. of mouth. Well, I, so I was just going to ask you that. What happens when a family moves? Like I have moved like seven or eight times. <laughs> so when that child, when that family moves, do they let you know? Hey, we're moving. Well, I just uh, I that just happened too. I just received three letters from a family in Texas. I just got them yesterday, Friendship, Texas, and they were uh, the father was in the military, and they used oh to live goodness. in Boston. They lived in Boston, Maryland, and that's where I originally. Um, that's where they found me, and I wrote letters to them for a couple of years, and then they disappeared for a year. And the uh, the mom got in touch with me, and she says, we were so sad last year. We moved. It was very sudden. Um, and, of course, I sent the letters back, and I believe they were forwarded to them at their new address, but they didn't have time uh, to write. So I'm writing them to this year. And, and it's funny because I've had children in their letters to Santa tell me, we have moved. I hope you can find my new house. Oh, my goodness. And so, yeah, and so in my database, I do have previous addresses where they lived, and and so that when they move on, you know, if I need to get in touch with them, and and sometimes, like a grandma might do this for her grandchildren, but the parents don't know. So I send huh. the letters to I send the letters to the kids, but then I send the information to the grandparents, and so they, they like to keep that. Uh, I mean, you think about it, Gail. There's this is the most magical month of the year. It's, it's the, it's so special. And I remember so well the feelings I had when I was a kid. And I just, I just want to re relive that through other children. I think it's, it's such a beautiful, I call it a ministry because to me, I think it is because you give of yourself, you give of yourself in the time. And it's, it's not as if um, you're having like, um, a special birthday party every year where you just, and that's good too, but that you can plan something um, in a month and then it's done until that time when it comes. But this is something right. that you work on all year round besides everything else that you do. And to have that level, level of commitment to these kids and their families, 
is amazing to me. It's just amazing to me, and what a blessing. Um, I want to circle back, though, because I want, to, I want you to share with our listeners um, how you even began doing this. And this is an incredible story to me, how this has evolved. Well, when I grew up a um, long time ago, we, when we went to bed on Christmas Eve, we did not have a Christmas tree. We would decorate the house as a family. I, I have strong memories of uh, my three siblings and myself sitting around the dining room table making paper chains. My mom would make glue out of, you know, homemade paste out of flour or whatever it was. And, and we would make paper chains, and my older sister would, would paint snow in the corners of the windows, and we would decorate the house and, um, and with wreaths and all kinds of stuff. But we had no tree. And when we woke up Christmas morning, there was a Christmas tree completely decorated. The living room had been rearranged so it could be in front of the window. And when, when I walked out of my room and saw that, the magic was amazing. The feeling that, that Santa Claus had come was so overwhelming, it gives me chills thinking about it again. And at the time, I didn't think that my poor parents had been up all night long doing this because I didn't associate them with, with this. This was Santa Claus. This was a third party, the big man, you know, the, the outside who came in and did all this and they were experiencing it with surprise as much as I was. And I just remember the, the total excitement and there was special things like, Santa never wrapped big ticket items. You know, if I had a you know right. football helmet, you know, that wasn't wrapped. It was little things that, that Santa wrapped, you know, your socks, your underwear, you know, a knit hat. Right. Um, but, but big ticket items were sitting around a room. And so you come out and you would just do this slow pan, you know, from left to right. And you'd see something. You're like, oh, my gosh, I think that's mine. Oh, that's mine. And when the movie A Christmas Story came out with little Ralphie and his brother, they relived that so perfectly. Um, And I I still hear those jingles as the camera was panning and you see the beauty of it all because that's how it was in in our house. And, you know, I remember asking, you know, all the other families, their trees up. I was over Timmy's house, his trees up. And my, my dad would just say, well, Santa thought it was more special if he would bring trees to certain people. And, you know, so right away you wouldn't think that, that there was something odd to it. Now, having said that, we would keep our Christmas tree up until, until Valentine's Day because we didn't get it till Christmas Eve. So, you know, oh, we, wow. you know, when everybody's taking their tree down January 3rd, we're like, well, we're not taking this down. We've only had it a week. So uh, we right. would leave it up for, for the longest time. And so our Christmas really, you know, went into even January for celebrating. But that, that magical feeling was so intense that uh, I, I found out through serendipity, actually, how to give that away to other children. And the way that happened, I was um, – I have a godson, and he was four years old. It's my sister's little boy. And he wanted to write a letter to Santa, and so he did. And she actually, uh, you know, dictated it, and, and he, she wrote it, but he said what he wanted to say, and she wrote down verbatim how he worded it. But what she didn't count on was that 
he wanted to mail it in the big blue mailbox. He insisted that he put it in the big blue mailbox. Well, and she knew that if he did that, she'd never see it again. You know, it's going to go to the North Pole. And my sister and I are super nostalgic. And so she wanted to keep this piece of Christmas. So what she did, and I thought it was pretty clever, she just addressed it to me. You know, he didn't see the address, but he saw the oh. North Pole. So, but she failed to tell me. And so all of a sudden this letter shows up to Santa Claus um, addressed to me. And I'm like, what is this? And I opened it up. And Gail, it was absolutely adorable because, like I said, kids are very segmented in the way they think and talk. And so he was like, dear Santa, how are you? I hate peas. <laughs> and, and I'm like, okay. And then, he, and then he went on and he was like, we have flowers outside our window. They're fake. My father drives his truck to work and he just oh started goodness. like just mentioning the most obscure thing <laughs> and so i visualized you know my sister sitting at the table and he's standing over her shoulder you know say this say that you know just writing it all down well i thought it was just adorably hilarious and so i made uh my own stationery with a big santa head on it and i wrote him a letter back and answered all his questions, and I did not tell my sister. That's and so, fabulous. Yeah, so she calls me up, and she was like, oh, my God, you have made his year. He is going around the neighborhood. He's showing it to everybody. He sleeps with this letter. It's he under his pillow. And, oh, yeah, he had it under his pillow, and he was he was just so excited. And 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 I thought, well, that's so neat that, that you know, I did this for him, and, and he – you know, he really, really believes he was just so, so happy to that Santa wrote back. So the next year I got one from him and his brother. And then the year after that, it was him and his brother and four neighbors. And my sister's <laughs> right. Uh, and she was just like, I'm sorry, but everybody wants a letter from Santa. So it just started snowballing. And so I was like, wow, I, I guess I better get organized and, and really start to handle this. And it just started growing and growing. And then I was in a nursery school, and I was doing the whole school. And, and uh, so we were setting up fundraisers, and Santa was helping that way. And, and then wow. all of a sudden, I'd, I'd start getting letters from other states. And I, was, I don't know how they got there. It was like people would take the form, and they would photocopy it and send it to their cousin, like, you got to do this or whatever. I honestly don't know. Talk about contact tracing. <laughs> you know, which is going on now. I would love to know how the genesis, you know, this went around the the country. But all of a sudden, I was in like 21 states, and, wow. and I was getting letters from everywhere. And you know, we talked earlier about my um, other um, uh, career, and uh, I worked in Hollywood for some years. I moved to California, and I worked in Hollywood. And this was in the uh, late 80s, early 90s, this is before home computers were even a thing. Yeah. Hardly anybody had a, you know, a computer. So I was working you know, my normal job, and then I was going to Kinko's and spending all night at Kinko's renting a computer and their printers, and I'd bring in my stationery, and I'd sit there and bang out these letters all night long and then come back the next night and do it again. And so I was uh, – it really started really taking off. And so when I moved back to Baltimore, 
my uh, younger sister at the time, she still does. She works at uh, WJZ Television in Baltimore. And um, I was showing her this, you know, this whole thing. And she says, you know, you're sitting on something really, really big here. She says, do you know how many letters end up in post offices every year yeah. that, you know, the never get answered? Whatever? Yeah. And she says, we do a story on it every year. And then I started getting nervous. I'm like, well, I don't know that I can do 100,000 letters a year. You know, I'm very limited in the in the window because I got to make sure that they, you know, they get mailed back. And sometimes, you know, wait Christmas cards where it might take, yeah, and it takes five or six days or whatever. Plus, these are not form letters. I'm not making a form letter. Right. I'm, I'm writing these children. I'm answering their questions. And the parents who have this form, you know, they're putting certain things on the form that, you know, only Santa knows. And, and, and I always, I'm all about edification and, you know, empowerment. So I'm, I want some positive attributes so I can tell the children, you know, we're so proud of you, um, you know, for what you're doing in your third grade math class or learning to read. And, 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 you know, if you really think about it, the, when kids are, are this little, this is when they're learning the most important things in their lives, you know, reading and writing and communication and, and how to be good and how to be bad. And, and so Santa is a perfect example of, of not just a disciplined thing to scare them. Like if you don't behave, you know, you're not going to get any toys. Um, but just to, just to know that this is the time of year you need to be nice to everybody. And, uh, you know, and I tell them, you know, please hug your parents you know, your mom and dad need hugs. And, 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 and so the letters are very joyous and funny. I make them very funny. And um, um, the, one of the neat things is because I'm so organized, I can go back several years and refer to things from other letters that the kid might have asked. Um, you know, so if I know in 1993, uh, you know, you got this Lego set because mom says you were getting this gift from Santa. That's one thing on the forum, one gift they're definitely getting from Santa. So I can mention that. Um, so six years later, I can say, boy, I remember five years ago when I brought you that Lego set. You know, so you know the kid's mind is racing when he's reading this, and he's like, wow, he remembers that. So it's very specialized, and I'm very honed in to, to make every, every kid feel that much special. And so that's how I give myself away because the, the excitement that they're feeling towards Christmas and, uh, and the holiday and just towards people in general makes me feel good. I enjoy this season because – I'm giving myself away, but oh, they give back to me so much. These letters, Gail, are hilarious. The the things that they say, the things that the parents write, the the innocence that the children have, you know, and their questions. You know, they get to a point they're like, okay, how does he go around the world, you know, in one night? But when I was a kid, the world was just my neighborhood. You know, right. I, I didn't have the Internet and Google Maps and these types of things. So, you know, I, I wasn't thinking, well, he's coming here, but how's he going to Kansas City? And how's he going, you know, to Alaska? I'm just thinking, how's he coming to Kearney, Maryland? That's all I want to know because that's, that's my world. And so, you know, if you make them feel special, they're not really thinking that, you know, that there's 50 million people around the world who are, um, you know, whose house Santa's visiting this night. It's just mine. And maybe Timmy's down the street. And, 
and things like that. So it, I, I give myself away, but I get back so much in return. That's it. This whole thing to me is like so astounding. Um, on on so many levels, like your commitment to doing this for them, the joy that they give you, the joy that um, you receive from them is astounding to me. Um, because it is a year long process, and I don't know. I just it must feel like Christmas to you when the letters start coming in the mail. Is, do they come all year round? Do you, um, do you get some all year round, or they do they start coming in after Thanksgiving? When do they start coming in? Well, they do start coming in after Thanksgiving, right around the holiday, right after that. Usually that weekend they start coming in. But I have received letters year round, and and I've received very interesting um, uh, questions and and proposals. I should say I, there was one that I, I just I'll never forget, and. And you also, you can't see these on the air, but the children's grammar when they start writing these <laughs> letters are, are not perfect. So the tight, so I've had to become, you know, uh, an authority on how to read kids script because I'm like, okay, what is this word? So I got this, this one letter and it said, please, please, please. And please was spelled P-L-E-S every time. And it says, please, please, please. Call me when you get my letter, and it was spelled oh L-E-D-E-R, and it says, my number is, and he puts his phone number, and then he says, P.S., I won't tell anyone. Oh, <laughs> and Did you call him? Oh, I didn't. No, I didn't call him, but I was just like, oh, my gosh, this, this kid. I thought if I called him, I'd, I'd have to call him every day. You know, he would be, oh, right. you know, like, you know, do this. <laughs> but there was one night I was at my – um. My family celebrates Christmas on Christmas Eve, and then we would always do my my in-laws on Christmas Day. And so we were over my sister's house on Christmas Eve, and I was writing letters to a lot of her uh, friends' children. And there was this one little girl named Aubrey, and apparently Aubrey was acting up. And so the phone rings, and my sister gets the phone, and, you know, the house was noisy and crowded. Everybody's, you know, all there celebrating opening presents on Christmas Eve. I see my sister, and she... She's on the phone and she kind of gives me the, with her finger, come here. So I go out into the kitchen and she says, my friend is on the phone. Her daughter is in the car and she's having a meltdown. And she said, I'm going to call Santa right now and, oh and tell him. So she says, will you please talk to her? So I get on the phone and of course, you know, I have to change my voice a little bit. And I'm like, Aubrey, this is Santa Claus. <laughs> And you, you What's doing the problem this dead here? silence. This dead silence, and you heard, "Hi, Santa." And so I started talking to oh her, goodness. and I, yeah, and I just completely calmed her down and told her, you know, everything is going to be fine. You know, listen to your mom and dad, and you need to go home and go to bed, and because I can't visit if you're awake, and you know. But the whole time, I'm, I'm like, you, you know, talking like Santa Claus. Now you need to be a really good girl, Aubrey. And so I hang up the phone. My sister gives me this big hug, and, of course, her friend was very excited, and I, you know, put the fire out. And my sister, she's the one initially, she's the one who worked at Channel 13. She's like, okay, we need to set up a phone system so you can talk to kids. I'm like, oh, my gosh, I, I cannot you're, do this you're on Christmas one person. Eve. <laughs> yeah, talking to children all over the world, that would be hilarious. But, uh, you know, she's the business side, thinking of all the, all the outlets. So 
yeah, so I, I have talked to children as Santa, but um, mostly it's it's all through the uh, the letters. And no, I did not call the uh, uh, the little boy. But it's um, you know my Christmas. The excitement that I get is every day when I go to the PO box. Every day, and you know, all, all everybody there knows me, and they're like, "Here comes Santa," and you know, I come in and I go open up my PO box and you know take a handful of letters and and come right back to the office and just start doing them. And I have Christmas music playing and Christmas candles burning and giant sign that says North Pole. And I got, I got Christmas stuff all over the place and it just puts me really in the mood. And so I sit down and, and write these letters. How long does it take you to draft them? Well, it, it depends because sometimes I get so excited. I, I might spend 15 minutes on a letter you know, as I'm typing it and thinking of funny stuff and going back and changing it. But there's some other times that I can just bang one out in like five minutes, just like, you know, I get, I, I read what they, some kids will ask questions. Some kids get right to the heart of the matter. Dear Santa, here's what I want. And they just tell me, you know, what's going on. And then the, you know, the mom and dad will say certain things in the, um, you know, on the form. And um, I, I actually have some, uh, uh, some things here. I was just going to read real quick that, uh, um, some of the stuff that parents have said where it makes it a little bit more special for the kid because it, it, uh, it's about them. So it says, uh, she just had her room painted with Winnie the Pooh wallpaper. If you could mention something in the letter about it, she tells me she can't wait for Santa to see it. Oh, my you goodness. Know, so, oh. Um, if, it, if it is possible, please help his father and me explain to him that Santa cannot, and it cannot was underlined, Bring each child in the house a laptop computer. <laughs> <laughs> it has to be a family-shared uh, computer. Uh, yes, yeah. So I need to. So Santa needed, you know, to take some of the heat off of mom and dad right. Christmas morning. That's um, you know, Rebecca needs a reminder to tend to her chores more, less sassing to mom and dad. So. So Santa's all of a sudden turned into Dr. Phil a little bit, where he's got to like say, okay, okay. This one, which should answer your question real fast, he says, she mailed her letter in August and wonders if she was the first kid in the United States to send her letter to the North Pole. Oh, my goodness. It's, like you said, it's just it's their, their minds, how they think, and because they're so um, small-world-minded or – you know, they, they're just in their own little world, I guess is what I'm trying yeah. to say. They're in their own little world, and so they just think the world revolves around them and exactly. and that you are just honing in on her and her friends and her life right there. And, you know, you're not thinking about all the other children in the world. Um, right. and, that's the, and that's the beauty of it, the personalization and the individualized um, experience that you give each one of them. It's, it's just on so many levels. It's just the most beautiful thing to me. Um, but right now it's time for a short cookie and hot chocolate break. So if you, yes. So if you have, I just want to put it out there. If you have any questions or comments for, for Neil or Santa, we will be taking callers around um, 1040, about 10 minutes. And you can call in at this number, 347-324-5246, and press the number 1. The number, again, is 347 324 Five two four six, and press the number one. When we come back, we're going to have some fun. We're going to actually read some of those letters, and then we'll talk about them. So we'll be right back after this short station break. 
There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Wash your hands. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Stay home when you are sick. Cover your cough or sneeze. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects with household cleaning spray. For more information, visit cdc.gov COVID-19. This message brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. And we're back with author, CEO, and Santa, Neil Bellard, Jr. And I just want to talk to you. Um, before the break, we talked about how we began writing these letters to little children of all ages and the joy of innocence that they give us. And it so reminds me. I don't know if you remember this or if any of the listeners out there, um, I'm dating myself, but it, there was a TV show out there called um, with Art Linkletter. A lot of people might not remember who Art Linkletter is, but he was a great host. He loved children, and he had this, this show called Kids Say the Darndest Things. <laughs> so, Neil, I just immediately, when I was working on this and reading some of these letters, um, it just reminded me of Art Linkletter's show, Kids Say the Darndest Things. And I just, I just. Um, want to just have some fun right now um, by taking the time to just read a few of, of your favorites from over the years. And then I also want you to read, um, if you can, your responses, Santa's responses back to them. And then we'll just talk about them a little bit. Sure. Um, yeah, over the years I've received uh, some hilarious, hilarious letters. And, and some that they weren't even trying to be hilarious. It's just, you know, how I say them. And we talked a, a little while ago about how you know the world revolves around them, um, but then maybe after they write their list, they might think of somebody else in the family. So this one letter yeah. I have, and and one one thing I should mention is um, I have uh, this year was the first year um, I have new stationery that is completely made up of drawings that I have received uh, from children oh, all over the, the country. Yeah, they draw, they send me all kinds of, you know, Christmas trees, pictures of me, reindeer, you know, Mrs. Claus, the sleigh presents, you know, all these Christmas related things. Some of them draw me pictures of their room, where I should leave presents under the tree for them. It's it's very interesting. So I got this one letter. And, and if you picture when we were in the first and second grade, they the stationery or the paper that we used to use had like lines and then dotted lines for you to yeah. to, uh, yeah. to write your so they somebody did that on the paper for them probably mom or dad so that they could so they could write in these things so her penmanship was very nice but it says dear santa can i please have a dreidel and a game boy <laughs> and then after that it says david would like some socks <laughs> <laughs> so she gets the toys and david gets socks yeah yeah she she gets the game boy and and yeah, but 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 bring my brother some socks. I, I thought that was hilarious. Um, I have this beautiful one from um, 1995, um, and she uh, she dictated it to mom. Dear Santa Claus, I love you. Uh, bring me a princess wishing star and a new Barbie bike helmet. I'm gonna see sparkle things at Christmas. I am four years old. And then underneath it, she scribbled some it's an, I can't tell you what it is it's just completely scribble and then underneath that the mother wrote this is a picture of a beautiful rainstorm making tomatoes nice and bright <laughs> so, so so the imagination have... that the kid the kid had was in this beautiful garden and uh, that's just you know not what I saw so uh 
you know, I needed to do that. Here, this is a this is one that I got. I won't read you the entire letter I wrote back, but just kind of a a, a paraphrase. Dear Santa, I want a Walkman of my very own, a green one, and a pogo stick, and a musical instrument like a guitar. Thank you for the binoculars you brought me last year. Please bring me a toy bear and a fish for our fish tank because Goldie got swallowed up, and I want three fish. He says, Spotty and Buttercup need a new friend. I am a good boy, love rider. And so I, when I wrote back to him, I said, I was wondering how your goldfish were doing, so thanks for writing me and letting me know. Sometimes it's too cold to put goldfish on my sleigh, but I'll try. <laughs> so I, just, I can imagine you showing up with a frozen goldfish. Goldfish. Um, I had a, a beautiful little boy named Austin. Dear Santa, hope you're feeling good. I love you. Ho, ho. How do you bring the reindeer down the chimney to eat the carrots I leave for them? Oh, my goodness. And so, so I said to him, you know, in your letter, you asked me how I get the reindeer down the chimney to eat the carrots that you leave for them. Actually, I take the carrots up on the roof and feed the reindeer there. <laughs> <laughs> so just just need to put that out. I, I, can your parents know that there's reindeer in the living room? My goodness. <laughs> I you know what? When you were reading that, I'm like, I I never that never even like crossed my mind. I just assumed that kids knew that they were outside. Like yeah. their imagination well, just astounds me. Yeah, and and that's the the whole beauty of this that it's different every 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 year. There's something else they they kids want to know and want to ask, and of course. You know, I get a lot of the same questions. How are the elves? How many elves do you have? And, you know, things like that. Um, this one uh, um, doesn't have a name, um, but it says, my age is seven. What is yours? Do you make electronic things? Let me take a guess what your age is. Hmm. Physically wrote H-M-M-M-M. Hmm. Is it 1996? What? <laughs> so I'm... So I'm assuming, what year was that? I'm assuming, yeah, well, I'm assuming the year was 1996. So he thinks Santa was born in year zero. Oh and my so, goodness, right? And then, and then this boy or girl asked me, do you live next door to God? Oh and my I, goodness. And when I, when I got that letter, years later, I remember if you ever saw a TV show, um, um, with Tim the Tool Time, and he always leaned over the oh, fence yes. and talked to his neighbor Wilson. I Wilson, think was his neighbor. Yeah. So I, in my mind, I picture you know God leaning over the fence talking to Santa Claus, who's like you know cutting his like lawn his or neighbor. something like that. And yeah, that's how the kids see it, you know. So um, that's amazing. So I, you know, I wrote you. You, know, you wanted to know if I live next door to God. He doesn't live next door, but he's always close by. But I do talk to him every night. So I, I know some parents, some parents, in the, you know, have told me over the years, you know, that um, they don't want their children to um, believe in Santa because then when they find out Santa isn't real, they might think, you know, God isn't real, this type of thing. But it's mm-hmm. it's it's different than that. It, it's it's a it um, and I don't want it. I didn't want to really, you know, get a ton of religion into it um, um, because you know with Santa that that's not my role, but um. I just uh, I just enjoy uh, the way that they look at the world, and if I can help them uh, see this, this this one here, beautiful child penmanship. It took me a while to figure out. Dear Santa, 
I want a stroller with a flat back and a sit-up in the front. And, and these are numbered. Number two, Barbies. Number three, babies. Number four, jeans. Number five, a sleeping bag. Number six, a Barbie house. Seven, a cradle that rocks. Eight, a CD player. Nine, the movie Dracula. Ten, a computer that is little. And, then, and it says, love Jamie. And then there's an arrow, and it says, look on the back. When you turn the back over, it says, dear Santa, I know I've been bad this year, but I really want all that stuff. Please get it. I'll be good. <laughs> That's awesome. That's so they, awesome. They, they, acknowledged, they acknowledged that they were, you know, a bad girl that year, but please give me this stuff. Please forgive so me and send me all this stuff anyway. Awesome. Yeah, I, I need I need all this this stuff anyway. Um and then kids, you know, they look out for you. So I have this one little boy, and uh, his name is Johnny, and he's he's telling me he's leaving out carrots and and stuff like this for Christmas. And he and he in all caps, very merry Christmas. And Mary is spelled M E E R Y. Says, "I'll see you next year, love Johnny." P.S. I'll be sure to turn the fire off. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Well, if you saw that movie, The Santa Claus. With Tim Allen, um, right, and they right. the the second the second um, show like Santa Claus Two I think it is, uh, they make a suit that's re- fireplace fire resistant, so you oh, need okay. a fire resistant suit. And you know, yeah. I'm sure after the first movie, kids were probably asking those questions like, you know, how did yeah. you know? Yeah, that's it. Get burned up and right things like that. Um, here's another one. Um, Dear Santa, I was wondering how you were doing. I love you very much. It is eleven thirty ninety seven. The time is seven oh five. It is raining in America. <laughs> in America. Oh my so, gosh. So that's this, this, awesome. Yeah, this kid. It's raining. It's raining at his house, but that's America. That's what I mean that's by a small Amer- world. Yeah. And then yeah. he was wondering what you know was it snowing at, at the North Pole, and so uh, you know, I, I, funny, funny uh, stuff with that. Uh, here's one that uh, one of the things that parents have asked uh, uh, Santa over the years was, um, can you please tell him he needs to be potty trained or or tell her? You know, so Santa, you know, I, I, I always bring it up and, you know, I talk about how exciting it is when he wears big boy pants and, and things like that. And so I, I have helped over the years, I've helped numerous children go on the potty. Because it, that that has been a big big question. So there's this kid named Lawrence. Dear Santa, I've been really good boy this year. I learned to wash myself and wipe my own bun. <laughs> oh my goodness, that's amazing. Yeah. So why uh, do you like think? Music... Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you were done. Go ahead. No, no, no. I was I was just saying that he really thought that Santa needed to know that. Well, that's just what I was going to ask you. I was going to ask you that. Why do you think these kids want to tell you, um, I hate peace and <laughs> that kind of thing? And, and, you know, hey, I learned how to wipe myself real good now. And what do you think that? Well, you know, I, I, think, I, I think mom and dad are the, you know, the real people in their world. And they, of course, would, would know that. Santa, you know, he's, he's mystical and magical. But but he's also someone that can make you feel special and makes them feel special every year. So they might not think about him all year long until December, some some children. So 
you know, they, they, they don't tell me what they did in the summer a lot because they don't remember that far back. They remember what they've been doing, you know, recently. So I've had them share so many wonderful things with me. And, and, and I think it's because they, they're just kind of in touch a little bit more with, with Santa. They want him to know stuff that, you know, nobody else would really know. And, and that's kind of how I set this thing up and why I have a, you know, a form with, uh, you know, just pointing questions like, you know, their favorite uh, Christmas show or their favorite food. And, you know, everybody likes to have an, you know, a simulation. So if, if this little boy's favorite food is pizza, I can tell him, you know, Mrs. Claus just brought me some pizza and I, you know, I love it. I know you love it too. And so they're like, wow, Santa's is like me, you know, almost like I could be Santa, which in, in some ways probably how I always looked at myself as being a major league baseball player, you know, I, I see it on TV and think I can do this. I can do that. And and I think the kids, you know, they, they want to be close to Santa because, you know, he's the big guy. Um, And that's why they share things like here's one, dear Santa, I am Eloise. I'm not sure what I want. I had a good year at school and a fun year. I have diabetes. That means I can't eat a lot of candy. Wow. And so, I mean, how sweet is that? You know, that, you yeah, know, she, she wanted she wanted me to know that. So you know, don't bring me candy. But um, right. and that's all the letter was. She didn't even ask for anything else. Wow. And so, uh, yeah, how did and you respond to that? Do you get sad letters? Um, like I that? do. Uh, I, I do. During the Gulf War, I got some sad letters, and um, you know, uh, fortunately, I've never received uh, the letter that. Um, uh, you know, my, my father or, or mother has passed away. I haven't received anything like that. Um, I did have a letter one time years ago that um wondered, could I bring my, my daddy a new leg? Oh, my and, goodness. Yeah, yeah and, and I didn't really ask. I don't know if, you know, right. if, Why? if it was lost in the war. Yeah, but, you know, they, they look out for other things. And that, you know, talk about a psychology look at children. I've been doing this so long. I've seen the letters, how they progress and change. And recently I've been getting a lot of letters that are thanking me for, you know, stuff that I did last year and the presents that I brought are thanking me for this. And, uh, um, you know, I was at the mall and I wanted to sit on your lap and there was a little girl crying and I saw that you made her stop crying and, you know, thank you for, uh, you know, for doing wow. that, but they also will, will ask me to bring certain things for, um, you know, their parents or, you know, their aunt and, and things like that. And so um, I, I think that, that, you know, our society, mm-hmm. people say it's a big me generation and, and Santa letters obviously dictate that because the first thing they say is I want, I want, I want, but there's so many times where they'll ask me for, for something else. And, and here's one. I actually posted this on the uh, Facebook page. Um, Dear Santa, may I please have uh, something that polishes my nails? May I please have the movie The Kindergarten Cop? Oh and a goodness. ring for me and my boyfriend, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> that cracks me up. I know. So and, now you're engaging these children. I remember writing back and saying, you know, I thought I was your boyfriend. You know, who's this oh my Matt goodness. guy? That's hilarious. Yeah, so, uh, it, you know, it, it's just, it's so much fun, Gail. And I didn't even touch on, 
you know, the older kids. Santa gets a little uh, racy with the older children, um, you know, kids in their 20s and 30s. And, and right. I say older oh children. You're, if you're writing me a letter or you believe in Santa, in my mind, you're still a child. And, um, That's right. you know, I might say I'm not happy with your boyfriend or, you know, one of my helpers told me every time they look in and check on you, all they see is the top of your head because you're so busy texting on your phone. You know, please put it away. <laughs> right. You know, things like this. So it's, uh, it, it, it's, it's relatable. Really, uh, yes. Yes. It's, it's relatable. And, uh, th- this one is one of my all time favorites. And, uh, Santa, how old are you and how old is Miss Claus? How do you get down the chimney when you're so fat? Love, Jessica. <laughs> She's not thinking that would hurt Santa's feelings. Like no, 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 no. Oh, uh, my God. You know, th- this, this was before the days of, uh, you know, keto and stuff like right. this. And, uh, you know, when, when you watch Rudolph, you know, Mrs. Claus is like, you know, eat, Papa, eat. Nobody wants a skinny Santa. And, that's you know, true. The kid is, you know, the kids, you know, that's, oh. how, do you, how do you get down my chimney? So, it, it's so much fun, and it, it just, like I say, it grounds me every year. And, and you asked me about the times. Just yesterday, I received this letter from a little girl named Emily, and the very last line, and she wrote her letter in, I think she wrote it in pencil, and then she went over, and with a red and green magic marker, she colored every other word red and green. No. Look at the time oh, yeah. they're taking. Yeah. To make yeah, it pretty. She spent a lot of time doing this. And she asked me for, you know, she wants an Apple Watch. You know, she wants Harry Potter clue and some hoop earrings and um, a jewelry box. But the very last thing she says is, I want COVID-19 to go away. Oh, my goodness. I and, don't want you know, to wear so, a mask for Christmas. Well, wow. yeah. So it's, it's so getting it's profound. Like, well, well, and it's who else? Who else can make COVID-19 go away but Santa Claus? Right. You know, so it, it's mm-hmm. kids are, That's you know, like I fans. say, they're, they're not just kids. They're very in, intelligent and, you know, they mm-hmm. figure things out. And um, um, I had a mom uh, recently tell me that um, I, I got a letter from her daughter and then a letter from her son. And then she sent me a letter. And in her letter, she put in the form uh, to fill out and everything. And and she sent me an email. She said, my my daughter was she did not understand why the letter wasn't going directly to the North Pole. The, the daughter addressed the envelope um, that it goes to a mail stop in Eldersburg, Maryland. And so she had explained to her that, you know, this is a distribution center that, and, and that was one of the things I, I put in my smart. initial package. Well, I, in my package, I'm like, well, yeah, the letters aren't going to the North Pole. They're coming to Eldersburg, Maryland. And, um, but I, so the PO box is called Manta, uh, Santa's mail stop number 118. And so parents can tell, yeah, this is kind of like a distribution center all getting sent here. And then from here they go to the North pole and there's these distribution centers all over the country. And that so, makes sense. Um, yeah. But the, the, her kids, her kids, seven years old. And so her kids, you know, figuring this out. And, you know, nowadays at Gail, you know, I'm sure the kid has an iPad and could easily like do right. Google Earth and put in my address and see where these letters right. are going. And so, uh, you know, so she was like, there's no way I could have got a form in my daughter's envelope. So she sent it separately. And um, I, you know, I just find that amazing. And in my kits, if you if uh, if people get in touch with me, email, I'll just send them the forms. Um, but the kit has a special pre-printed envelope to the mail stop. And it also has a special envelope 
um, for the kid to put their letter in because I've learned over the years that these kids don't want mom and dad to see the letter to Santa. This is between them and Santa. Oh, that's and so they put Yeah, so they put the letter in their own envelope that said special delivery to Santa Claus at the North Pole. And then that envelope goes into a bigger envelope that's addressed to the P.O. box. Um, but, uh, yeah, I've encountered so many things. I've had to become um, incredibly organized and anal, but also, Gail, an authority on Christmas because they'll ask me every question. You know, who's Rudolph's father? Well, it's Donner. Oh, I my gosh. Know you know, who's so Rudolph's these... father? <laughs> Is it yeah, Donner or Blitzen? These... Oh, it's my Donner. Donner. Donner and, and it used to be it used to be called Donder. If you look yes, at the, you know, the original uh-huh. Clement Moore book, it's yeah. Donder. And That's so, right. you know, over the years, so so but I've had to you know learn everything uh Christmas. I've yet to get a letter from another country. It's it's all been, you know, just in the United States and I've gotten letters from almost every state. Um and and like I was mentioning before, I don't know how it happened. So all of a sudden, one year, several years ago, I just got like 25 letters from Las Vegas. And so wow. somebody, yeah, somebody sent something to, you know, relative and they shared it with a bunch of people and they just showed up. And so uh, it's, uh, it's, like I say, it's a word of mouth. I don't know that I could handle it on a massive scale unless I, you know, hired a, a ton of people. But um, I, I try not to do my real job television production in December, at least the first three weeks. So just so I can oh, just spend time see, that's just doing amazing. these letters. That level of commitment. Well, actually um, I wanted to read a couple um, letters from the parents to you that I came across. And then after that, we'll have to wrap up the show. It, it really goes so fast. It's just been so much fun. Um, but a couple of these stood out to me, how beautiful they are. And it just really, um, it just really shows um, – I, I can't imagine how you must feel when you get these letters. It just shows their appreciation for um, what you do for them. Because if you're a parent out there, you can understand that you care about everything that your child cares about. If they hurt, you hurt. If they feel joy, you feel joy. So these, some of these letters um, are a reflection of that. Dear Santa, yes, the – The children received their letters, and it made the holiday season. My husband and I were both overcome with emotion reading the beautiful letters you wrote. The personal touch and funny comments made us all tear up. Even as adults, we felt the magic of Christmas thanks to your letter. We hope you to keep this tradition with you year after year. Thank you, and Merry, Merry Christmas, Lauren. Hmm. How beautiful is that? I mean, you're bringing tears to their parents' eyes, seeing the joy you're giving their children. That's what it's all about. It is. It it really is. And and real quick, before you read another one, I'll tell you, I had rotator cuff surgery last November. And last December, I was lying on a table at a physical therapy's office, and there was all these other people in the room getting worked on. And I heard this one... uh, PT person talked to to a woman saying, you know, are you guys ready for Christmas? And this woman says, oh, my gosh, the Santa letters arrived yesterday. She goes, my kids were so excited. And she went on and on and on. And I, like, looked over, and I was dying to know what this woman's name was and if if she was talking about what I do because there are other uh, things out there. They're mostly form letters, though. 
So I just, I just said to her, excuse me, what is your last name? And she told me. And so I said, is your son and daughter named, you know, blank and blank. And she looks over and she, and I said, I'm S. Claus. And she jumps up and comes over. She goes, I have to hug you. And she's like dragging her therapist along with her, not therapist, the, 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 the PT, to hug me because, and she had tears in her eyes. She goes, you just don't understand how, you know, we needed this, this Christmas. It was just so magical. So I'm sorry to interrupt, but I wanted to tell you that. So, uh, no, see, that's so what the impact. Yes. It's the impact yes. that you probably don't get to see every day. The joy, I don't. But, and that you've told me a couple stories like that, like just, you know, you're showing up at an office and somebody's there and talking about Christmas because it's the holiday and you're showing up near the holiday and they're just talking. We used to get a letter from Santa and then it's you. And it's the same thing. So, you know what, that is, there's no coincidence in that, Neil. That's, that's um, God inspired what you're doing. Whether you realize it or recognize it or not, it's very God-inspired what you're doing. And it's really beautiful. Um, it really speaks to me. I'll read one more. Then we have to, then we have to um, pack our sleigh. No. Uh, these, dear Santa, these letters are amazing. I feel that the Christmas bunny might be reporting back a few extra details that I didn't put on the form. You, and a smiley face. You really know exactly what to say. I'm so excited to share these with the kids and we'll print them if needed. Thank you so much for your kindness and for giving our family this special holiday gift. Sincerely, Chelsea. Um, it's just, I, I could go on and on reading these letters. I'm sorry we ran out of time. It's just so much fun and so inspirational. And um, you just made my Christmas anyway. Oh, <laughs> you thank know? you so and much. Especially, and I really appreciate it. And you know what? I just think our listeners out there need some a little bit of extra joy this year. Um, and you certainly provide that with your letters from Santa and the ministry that you're and the commitment that you have for these children. Um, so I just want to say that um, I can't thank you enough because I know how busy you are uh, with your production company. Um, they just took the time from your busy schedule to be here. Um, and I hope that you understand that writing these letters to children from Santa Claus is, is like I just said, is so much more than writing acute letters. These letters and the time you take to bless each child individually through them, it lights up their spirits and it just makes them feel significant. That's a beautiful gift to someone. To give to someone is to give of yourself and to make them feel significant. Um, and and also to receive that same significance back from the kids and their family. So it's just such a win-win, and it just warms my heart. And thank you, Neil, for being a blessing. You're just being a blessing. And we we can all take a page or a letter from your example and, and just ask ourselves how we can all find our own unique way to give of ourselves this holiday season. So thank you so much for coming here. Thank you, and for sharing um, and giving us some much-needed extra joy this season. Well, well, thank you. I, I appreciate it. Well, um, I appreciate you. And um, thank you. And why not begin a new holiday tradition in your house this Christmas with a letter from Santa or S. Claus? Simply email Neil Beller at holidayspirits.sclaws at gmail.com. That's holidayspirits.sclaws at gmail.com or simply 
N Beller, B E L L E R, N Beller at Comcast.net. On social media, you can follow S Claus on Facebook at Holiday Spirits Facebook page. The Up to Me Magazine show will be back next Saturday morning at 10 a.m. with another exciting guest to inspire and educate you. So mark your calendars and meet me here at the Gabby G Cafe. And on behalf of Mel D and myself and the entire cast of Up to Me Radio, this is Gabby G saying take five this week and be inspired to ask yourself about your own Up to Me journey. And come back and share it with us because you know what? It's your life, your journey. It's up to you. Merry Christmas, and take us out, Mel D, as we listen to our fabulous theme song, Wake Up, by Blessed Love Gospel Reggae Band. It's up to me to be the very best I can be. 